Meatloaf. Welcome to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, Brett Still, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Jonathan Detroit Haynes. How are we doing, man? Yo, yo, yo. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Pretty doing good. well. Doing well. Also, also joining us, it's the captain, Captain Phil Ruxy. How's it going, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. Still not sure where the captain came from, but we'll just uh, let it stick, I guess. Captain Matt Captain, the brainchild of the KDFL podcast. Speaking of the KDFL, it was a wild bipocalypse week. So let's go ahead and get that started. Detroit, take us away with KDFL week nine. Well, we start out with my Elkview River Rats taking on the Dogtown Dobermans. Uh, I made a big trade before this, trading Lamar. I uh, picked up Derek Carr, some draft picks. Derek Carr ended up being my number one point getter for the week with 20 points. Dogtown Dobermans undefeated. Uh, they've just been on a roll, just like their own Philadelphia Eagles. They're undefeated. Josh Allen, 23. Dallas Goddard, 24. Joe Burrow, 20. They just have too much firepower. They took me down 213 to 183. And next we had to Kanawha County where the Kings welcome in the Cross Vegas Gamblers. Uh, Geno Smith with 22 for the Kings. Uh, Geno for MVP, by the way. Hashtag Geno for MVP. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster with 19, and Kevin Byard on defense with 15. Um, on the other side for the Gamblers, Curtis Samuel with 17. Brady with an average 16, and Derwin James on defense with 15 as well. The Kings score 168, a pretty low score for the season. I'm not sure what the lows are this year, but that seems pretty low. Gamblers score 184 and get the win here um, over the Kings. All right. Now, my Melbourne Mega Powers is on the road next, facing the Marmot Midnight Riders. And boys, this was an ugly one. Uh, high score for the Mega Powers, Joshua Palmer with 19. And then the, the beautiful defensive front, Jalen Ramsey has 14. But you have the trifecta of wide receivers for the Midnight Riders. Putting me night-night to bed. Adams for 37, Hill for 27, and Jefferson for 26. And this is a mega power, low record. Spent too much time partying in Florida, not enough time in the film room. And it shows as the mega powers lose disastrously 148 to 250. Next, we have Phil, your Wake Forest Lumberjacks. Taking on our evil commissioner and his evil empire in South Hills. <clears throat> another low-scoring output from another team for Phil. He got a whopping 150 points. Uh, South Hills evil empire. What does there to say about this team? Joe Mixon, 55 points. Mahomes, 35. Hurts, 22. They they more than doubled you out. 309 to 150. Yeah, not great. They definitely are the evil empire. Moving on, uh, we had the hurricane where the Wampus Cats welcome in the Nocatee Zen Masters. Cats. Uh, it wasn't a Zenful day for the Masters. Uh, Etienne, Etienne, uh, whatever, scores 27, Lazard with 19, <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson with 19. On the other side for the Wampus Cats, Kenneth Walker with another big day with 28, Kenyon Drake 25, Christian Kirk, why did I trade him, with 22. And the Wampus Cats get a very easy win here, 261 to 200. All right. Then we in week nine with our KDFL game of the week. It is the five and three Roxalane Arena Gates taking on the five and three Polka Pharmacist and well known MVP candidate Kirby Joseph leads the way for the Polka Pharmacist with 31 points. Tua and Waddle connect for over 50 for the uh, Renegades, but it's not enough as Bobby Wagner pours in another 23. So we got a duo of defensive players leading the way for the pharmacists as they win a pathetically close one, 199 to 195 and improve to six and three. That is it for your KDFL week nine. The apocalypse is over. 
low scores. Nothing can be done about it. If you scored badly this week, don't worry about it. If you had your record low score, it's no big deal. It's no reflection of your skill level or the future of your team. You just simply brush it off and move forward and forget that it ever happened. <laughs> That's it. Wow. That's it. Yeah, it was a pretty bad week. Wow. Yeah. Not great. Not Unless Not you're great, the we'll say. evil empire and they're 309. Yeah, points. I mean, it's, it's German, nobody, pretty much. I mean, that's really all it is. <laughs> 309 points on a week with so many buys, with teams with fantasy, a lot of fantasy relevant players on buy is absolutely absurd. Um, so, but. <laughs> What can you do? What can you do? I'm I'm bad. you're gonna see me stare out the window a lot. I'm battling uh, the 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 beginnings of uh, Nicole right now. Oh, Hurricane Nicole out there. So, oh, Wampus um, cats are coming to get you. You poor Wampus cats. Wampus cats. Um, looking it over, I got a few things to talk about. Oh, um, I bet you do. You usually have a few things. Look, we'll start. We'll start with. We'll start. We'll start with my thing first here. Oh, of um, a question. No, we'll start with this first. Question for you guys. I mean, I, I alluded to it in the in the rundown. I was in the stadium. Me and Angry Matt were in the stadium for Jags Raiders. Awesome game. Awesome atmosphere. Um, but the Raiders blow their third seventeen point lead of the season. Still only at two wins. I think it's uh, what two and two and six now because they've had their bye, I believe. Um, who would you guys give me a percent? Give me your percent, Car McDaniels, the blame. Oh, uh, 75. I'm gonna need you to say which one, Car McDaniels. Who? <laughs> uh, I thought all I heard was the coach. Hey, but yeah, okay, I'm, I'm going so 75 percent McDaniels. On yes, you. yes, really. Okay, uh, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's more 50 50. I mean, McDaniels has had some decent offenses, hasn't he? I mean. And Carr has had almost an MVP season, I feel like, in the past. So, I don't know. I don't know. I always see this guy always talking about system. <clears throat> and uh, he came there and uh, implemented – or uh, sorry, I know the guys are laughing at that. But he brought in his offense. And what's going on? I mean, the team is struggling bad. I, I just don't um, think – I don't think you can put most of it on Derek Carr. I know he has Devontae Adams. But something just doesn't look right with that team. Let's just say it this way. I've seen Carr be a competent, if not good. I mean, 2016, it was it was MVP front runner until he broke his leg. Quarterback. I've never seen McDaniel's be a um, be a good be a good head coach on his own. So I, I'm I'm around that 75, 80 percent mark on McDaniel's. I don't think Gruden was the answer. I thought Gruden had them doing you know, a decade late offense. Um, but I don't know that McDaniels is either. So real quick, they uh now. they're killing Detroit on the chat. <laughs> well he called him impotent. He he did he did call him impotent. Said, I think that's why we get a lot of views. Implemented and implement. Yeah. We need yeah. a we need a clock that counts down every time I mess up a name. <laughs> Here we go. I would like I would like for I would like for one of the chatters to know that Bob Parker, Bob Papa calls the Giants games Shout out Bob Papa, not the Jets game. So the Jets may suck, but he might not feel strongly about, about that. Oh. Okay. Also, not the same old Jets. Um, <laughs> We're talking okay. about them Detroit Lions. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about Ooh, the Lions. Forward down the field. We got a win. Uh, it was ugly. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was even more ugly. Did something he's never done in his career, threw two interceptions in the end zone, had three interceptions, and then the guy has the nerve to t- call out the lines and take a shot at them. We can't lose to a team like that. Well, no, you just did. Yeah, get it, Detroit. Get it. No, the guy's a scumbag. I hate him. God, I can't scumbag. Him. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Packers fan, and I've never really liked him for some reason. I don't know. He's just – I don't know. You I'm know, you played play like – I mean, you're throwing interceptions in the end zone. That's on you, man. Yeah. But, so, I, mean, right. I don't know. Yeah, it's – the season's done. I mean, I mean, just get rid of him. Just trade him or something for some dicks. The Packers are, like, killed with tons of injuries, but 
Yeah. Everybody has injuries. That's the way I look at it. I mean, how big a deal? We don't even know if it's a big deal if Christian Watson's hurt. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. That'd be like with the Niners. If you were like, oh, man, they're dealing with stuff. Dante Pettis was hurt. Like, we don't know. That could be yeah. irrelevant. You know what I mean? Uh, they they look uh, bad all year, but I, I'm just happy the Lions got a win. I don't, you know, I was hoping they get the number one pick. It could still happen, but. I mean, we can't lose nice. to a team like that, though. It's just ridiculous. What? Hey, what? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, see, see you've uh, you've got you've got in my range now where you're like, I mean, let's just have fun and win now, and especially over the Packers, especially over the Packers. Um, speaking of why I thought the uh, Falcons would be bad, we moved to the Colts. How about these stats? Oh, and two since they made a, a little move at the behest of ownership to bench a certain. Uh, High-level quarterback, averaging nine points a game, head coach fired. This is absolutely the worst it could have gone. There is, I mean, it, it could not have been worse than this right now. My Colts futures are up in flames. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Ellinger, not the guy. Like he just, it doesn't, it doesn't look, it doesn't look uh, solid at all. He also wasn't given a very fair, fair shot. Now we're bringing in Jeff Saturday. To just kind of, I guess, like be ceremonial through the rest of the season. Yeah, well, it's just really weird. Honestly, I'm just glad they're not the KDFL team this year. Yeah, yeah, they are. Sadly, the KDFL team. The wheel is just okay. We got the wheel. The wheel is punishing us for our our division over the team, and it's going to say, "This is what you get." The wheel is always just. It knows why I did it. So. um Salad Twister, the wheel is wise, okay? Um, <laughs> the wheel is wise. Guess what? I got your landing what? spot for Frank Reich. Okay. Where's it at? Arizona Cardinals. He, that man deserves some sun. The man deserves <laughs> some dynamic playmakers. That man deserves a quarterback that's not at the end of his rope. Older, so you're saying close or not mobile. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's that's a that's a, that's a Reynolds as we call it in D bar a Reynolds Reynolds rap on that like get him yeah. out D bar. Yeah, yeah, I mean you had to explain thought, it, thought, so it's kind of not that. No, it's not. Don't even do it. I don't thought it's Jerm it. bar. It's <laughs> You got anything else that happened this weekend, Detroit? Yeah. Anything um, else you want to brag about? Yeah. Uh, sure. About, yeah, I'm positive. As we all know, the GOAT was doing GOAT things on Sunday afternoon. Hmm. Leading his team down the field with like 50 seconds, no timeouts. I mean, the guy has beat Father Time once again. It was amazing to see. I think we should all just praise Tom Brady for being able to watch him in his glory. It was just a great, great, great afternoon. I'm sure everybody enjoyed that one too. This has got to be, and it's not even close now. Like, it's it's the luckiest career of all time. Like, I, I can't. I already know where to begin. I was so fired up Sunday evening. This guy, it, he's coming around. Like, people start liking him now because social media is cool, and he's funny now, and he gets to be himself. All this stuff. Luckiest career, bar none. This team, the Rams go and prevent defense. I have no clue why teams keep doing prevent defense. Um, and he just gets to just dump it, dump it, dump it. Look how great he dumps it. Dumps it down the field. Absolutely not. I can't even name one great Brady pass in a, like a what is it, a 35-year career. Can't name one. I don't know what is he had hard. Like Peyton's had bad defenses. Peyton's had to dissect oh, and take over the play call. All that's that a stuff. Fraud. Go back. It's go back. Look at their history. I've done this before. The Colts had okay. just as many good defenses the Patriots did. That's just a farce. Everyone associates Brady's first couple Super Bowls with the defenses, which is fine because he was Trent Dilfer for the beginning, and he got to freaking manage and learn. Okay, well, he managed. And you sit there and you complain. Oh, he just dumps it. He just dumps it. What do you want him to do? What do you want him to do? Throw it down the field and get it picked off? You take what's Yes, that is actually. You take what's there. Okay. 
Well, don't blame. I mean, you can't get the man hell for just dumping the ball down to open receivers. I mean, those are smart, smart plays. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart play. Oh and if God. it's so easy to just dump it, why doesn't every team do this? Every team doesn't run into that prevent defense like that. For I don't know what it's the luckiest career of all time. What are you going to say? I mean, I can't think of anything this guy does. I'd rather have Manning's, or I'd rather have Manning's brain. I'd rather have Rogers' arm. I'd rather have Mahomes' mobility. I can't think of anything that is besides the freaking clutch gene or whatever Rings. it is. I'd rather the have the ability. Rings. The I mean, ability to, once your team goes bad, then jump to Tampa with their a great defense now, bring in your, your buddy, and then all of a sudden they're the good. In 10 years, and wins the Super it, Bowl. It was not the same year. team. It was not the same team at Did they all. make the playoffs the before you got there? No. If he had won, like, only one or two Super Bowls, I mean, maybe you can say it's a lucky career. But he's got rings on it's both hands. It's by far the luckiest career in the history of sports. It's a skill no aside. It's by far... Facts don't it's care by about far the luckiest bread. career. They don't care about your It's by far, no, no, I'll me. The it's by far the luckiest career in the Robert, history of sports. You can't Robert Ori is the luckiest career. Yeah, that's uh, Robert Ori is not known for this. Robert Ori is not known for this. He's, He's hitting got... good shots. Yeah, I can name more Robert Ori shots than I can name Tom Brady passes. I promise you that. Okay. Freaking gets uh, the ball tipped, catch a falcon right there, and Edelman hey. makes a career catch of his life. Uh, he had a couple of nice throws in that overtime. Nah. Yeah. I, remember I, blacked, I blacked out, but I just remember James Wright <laughs> running up and down. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of Rodgers and his stupid haircut. And then it's just, what's he going through? What's he going to say? How's he feel this way? Like, get out of here. And meanwhile, my boy, Matty Ice, gets no respect for a huge long career where he's been through the adversity, he's done all this stuff. So there is a lot of jealousy here. But then I get on get home. Ice and Rodgers and Brady. The careers aren't that well, not Brady. The the Rodgers and his career ain't that different, boys, when you break down the accolades and everything. And again, Rodgers has had a lot more. Just saying. Now <laughs> Don't get me off track. Don't get me off track. Yes, Rogers is better. We're not going to turn this into that. Don't get me off track. <laughs> oh, God. I'm ready for it to be over. And then I turn on the amazing completion or the, the improbable completion. He gets all the love for all this stuff. I'm just so tired of it. I mean, why, why have we had to do this for 25 years now, it feels like? Well, I know it's not quite 25, but it feels like 25. All right, well, let's not harp on this too much longer. But I, I will think, harp on this the rest. It's the luckiest I, career of all time. It's not close. It's the greatest career of all time. But he it can be both. It's uh, I think this is the last year. So, so enjoy it. Yeah, it can yeah. be both. You don't get to where he's at if you're not lucky. Some, I mean, that's and you don't get you where don't he's at if he's not good. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say he's not good. I just there's there's uh, there's not one aspect. I'm like, he's great. I want to hear you say he's great. He's great, but there's not one aspect of him. Like if I'm doing the QB body draft, there's not one thing. I'm. What am I taking? Like what am I? The clutchness. His face, I guess. Clutch. This freaking enigma. This His enigma boys. idea. His the decision boys. making. The poise. His decision ask, making. Ask, the, ask surface tablets. How I many it's poise this guy has? Get oh out of here. Gosh. The poise. He's so calm. I apologize to all you football fans out there. He's just a hater. Luckiest career. I cannot wait. No. Week 18, it's going to be Falcons, Bucks for the division. I want it. Okay. I want it this time. I'm not running from it. I want it. And I want this guy's career to end in Atlanta, finally losing to the Falcons. Nothing will make me. I'd rather that. Oh, I can't say I'd rather that than the Super Bowl. <laughs> but I, I guess I almost did it. I almost did it. But it is close. Well, if it comes down to that, buy me a ticket. Not, I'm down there with you. Mike McGee. Mike McGee, I thought those James Wright throws were pretty sharp. Chris was laser point on. <laughs> and, he, and then he gets the MVP. The man almost throws two picks. One of them was a, one of them was a pick six in the Super Bowl. Oh. oh. Hmm. Just let it go. What do we got? We got a segment to do now? Where are we? Was yeah, I mean, just thing. be Where happy. Come on, be happy. Man. Because I am a professional, because I am a professional, I can do this segue. Speaking of things that make you happy, we all love traditions. In sports. Oh, oh, we're doing my segment, but that's all right. Yes, we are. Why the tradition of Detroit's grind my gears <laughs> makes me happy when Detroit is upset. And I will never not forget that segment. Yes. Take it away. 
you know, let's all be happy. So my segment this week is I'm tired of all you Christmas people trying to take over for Thanksgiving. We're not, let's wait till after Thanksgiving before we start doing the Christmas decorations and the Christmas songs. It's not even winter time yet. You'll have your moment in the sun. You get 31 days after Thanksgiving. Why do we have to do like 60 days? Right. Choking up on that. Do you guys not do like the tree has to be up when you're cooking Thanksgiving dinner? No. No. Look, our yeah. tree isn't decorated, but we unboxed it a couple of days ago. It's already up. Well, guys, actually, guys. it was a new one that we bought, so we wanted to see how it looked, so we put it up. Let Thanksgiving have its moment. Come on, guys. It's a season of thankfulness. I mean, it's a season of thankfulness followed by a season of giving. <laughs> Why can't you just combine it? I mean, it's fine. Because. Thankfulness and giving. No. I think you go inside now. Like you could start inside stuff now. I might but, but we don't rattle you the tree yet. Oh, talking about Brady rattled you. Talking about Brady rattled him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like, yeah, it was a new tree. We want to see how it looks, so we just went ahead and put it up. And Sierra loves Christmas, so. And then I think last year we had it up at Thanksgiving too. So. You gotta have it up in the background of you having dinner. Yeah, like no, you know, I just, wouldn't do it yet. I understand the kids love to do it, but I, yeah, I just get tired of the Christmas music, even before like November hits. The Christmas music gets annoying for sure. Yeah, it's super annoying. All right. I'm still rattled. I'm still rattled. Everybody, turkey or ham? Turkey. Ham all the way. I'm not a fan of turkey. It's too dry, usually. Oh, no. Dude, well, we, we, we have a deep fryer. Last two oh, years, it's been nice. the greatest turkey we've ever. Man. Has that ever exploded? You honestly think what? Has it ever exploded? You think this you? man don't have a deep fryer? <laughs> uh, every time uh, I, new, new people come over and like, oh my gosh, it's the greatest turkey ever. I go turkey. A, it's a life changer. I mean, I guess if it was that good, I would definitely like it more, but I definitely prefer ham. I, I love ham too, though. I mean, yeah. there's many foods I don't love. I mean, let's be honest. Right, right. <laughs> Ham is Easter. That is true. Shall I read? I'm fine. Uh, I don't want to come to your house if you got a Christmas tree up already. I mean, there's no better feeling than seeing the tree and the lights. I mean, <laughs> I can't. I can't be. Yes, I just think yes, the rule needs, needs to be up. Lisa makes the turkey, which <laughs> I'm not getting one this year. So, Brett. All right. Nice Thanksgiving tradition. As we segue again, swing number two, we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, NFL traditions. Some of our favorites and some of our, our least favorites. So we're going to do what we're going to do, two that we like and two that we hate. Yeah. Another great segment by yours truly that came up with. And then I He's saw been on the fire as of late. We could do two we like, two we hate. He did. Did get then, your mentions, Phil? Get in there. Yeah, and then once, uh, once we, like, once we take a, a certain tradition, nobody can use that for any other like or hate. Yeah, we're just gonna tell you how much we hate it. It's gonna take one of our hates. And same thing if somebody takes one of your right. loves for one of your hates. <laughs> right, right. Phil with the ahem right there. Does anybody want to start, or we just want to go? Does it matter? Go ahead, Phil. You want me to go? Let's throw Phil out there. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Uh, I was gonna go with this one because uh. I mean, they're just idiots, um, and I, I wouldn't want to, like, be friends with them, I don't think, or even tailgate with them, um, but I'm going to go with the Bills Mafia as a like. Um, That's a good a tradition I like. I mean, those dudes are just crazy. I mean, they're throwing people through tables. I'm surprised they haven't, like, I don't know, tried to jump a car or something. I'm sure they have. I don't know, a moving car. But Phil, wouldn't know. you love to just, like, Choke slam Brett off the top of a truck onto a table. Yeah, but I feel like once I do that, somebody would like turn me around and choke slam me right afterwards. So you know, or push me off a truck or something. I don't know. I've seen that happen. I feel like. Uh, I I would do all the table stuff. Like I would get choke slammed. I jump off a car through a table. That's fine. But I don't understand is the ketchup and mustard and stuff. Like, where do these people just still go to the game? <laughs> I don't think they even. No, 
after about two hours. They're so they're, they're like probably, you every Sunday. <laughs> I mean, come just on, stay outside the tailgate the whole game. I would think. I don't know. I just I can't imagine, like, oh, let me get a wipe and just wipe off this. I, I've never understood the people that just go tailgate and just don't even go into the game. You have They're to have a primo setup. If you had a primo setup, I would do that, but you, it has to be a nice setup. Yeah. And if you could still hear the state, the crowd, like the, the roars of the crowd, that would be a, a number one. But then it'd be like delay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. Because you'd be watching, but it'd be a delay. But I never got the. The ketchup and mustard. The pizza filing cabinet guy is really cool. It has the has the, the pizza oven out of the filing cabinet makes them. But I don't I just I'm all about everything except for the ketchup the getting disgusted. Right. So Reed Reed's uh, making up rules as we go for this. Uh, he said we can't make any homer picks. Oh dude, what do you think? Oh, I was about to say the Falcon, what do you want to do? A train noise? Like if we don't have any uh, Oh, we do I, have uh, one. I can't uh, do forward down the field. No, that's not the one, but all right. You want me or you want to go, Brett? No one's going to take mine now. <laughs> no one's going to take mine. I just say, if a team has a certain end zone dance that you like, you should probably speak up. Um, okay. Um, I'll go. Like an old one? Or... Yeah, man. Maybe one that survived through the years. Okay. The end zone dancing was really popular. I got you. Just in case. I am going to go with. I loved it because I finally got to see it in person. It was a preseason game this year. I like the Steelers' terrible towel. Oh, because it looks it looks freaking cool. I was picking that as my amazing. I was picking that as my. What do you mean? I was too. That's what I hate this. First of all, you guys are being biased. You're being biased. Yeah, but now I mean it's just it's so played out. What's played out? Like every team has something they do now like that. I don't know. I feel like it, nothing's more annoying than walking into an office and seeing people with their little terrible towels in their desk and everything. It's awful. I think you guys are. I think this is. I think this is biased. These are terrible takes right now. Because one, you know exactly what it is when somebody's doing it. There's another team. If you saw me walk in and I'm wearing, I'm waving a red towel. You're like, what is this idiot doing? But if I'm waving a yellow exactly. towel, you think, oh, Steelers fan. Well, I mean, yeah. Anyway, no, I don't Steelers like you. I mean, another- I'm sorry. Not good. You get the stadium going, I, but you're not. Yeah, you you just don't like the team and the fans. I don't. But the tradition is cool. But to me, it doesn't really uh, do anything. It doesn't really add anything. I don't. Think. It looks cool as crap. I guess. That's like saying the Penn State whiteout doesn't do anything. Yeah, That's whatever. pretty cool, actually. Though you're like you're like. You're like, oh, it doesn't actually do anything. Uh, but Penn State wears blue jerseys. Kind of freaked out. A little weird when they do that. All right. That was a terrible by you guys. The terrible towel is <laughs> it's trademark. All right. That's my turn. I'm going to hate this, whatever, what it is. <laughs> no, I don't think you are. This is a more recent tradition that started. But I think it's about five years old, maybe six. And that is the Viking skull clap. I don't hate it. I don't oh, hate it. Oh, the beat of the drum and then all the fans in unison. I think I think that's cool. Absolutely. I mean, for me, from an NFC North guy, uh, I just I don't want to root for anything or like anything that's not the Detroit Lions. But I think that's a cool tradition that they've started, and it just it looks cool like you you like, but it sounds pretty cool. I just like it. Yeah, and I think um, a pretty cool one. Then they blow the big horn or whatever. The horn. The horn is something you hate when you're the team playing. But as a Vikings oh, yeah. fan, I would be all about, dude. That horn yeah. and the and the skull cap, <laughs> skull clap. I'm say skull cap. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, great pick, great pick. So of course, that's a great pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Phil, I don't know if you remember, that means you're up. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking. Hold on, I'm seeing where we are. Trying to. Oh, okay, here. well, it's a, it's a, it's an audio show. You know, I was going to say something, but then Germ made a comment, and now I don't even want to say it. I mean, that's what oh, that's that's my oh, that's my no, that's that's my hate. Go ahead and say it because that's that's one of my hates. Well, no, say yeah. You like that? Too. No, 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 no. Oh, I think it's. Like I mean, you're just gonna call the fans the 12th man. I mean, come on, what's that? Everybody has a stadium full of fans. Except maybe like <laughs> one or two. Let's just We're gonna. 
Didn't they steal it from Texas A&M? We're talking about the Seahawks, Seahawks 12th man. I mean, it's just stupid. Yeah. But didn't they steal it from Texas A&M? Probably. I, don't they, know. I, I, I know they do it. Yeah. I know they do it. Yeah. Um, now, the only cooler aspect is that I believe twelve number 12 is retired in Seattle. I mean, so that's like a little bit of a cool, just a little bit of a cool thing. But they're also not the only fans with a huge crowd. Or the only team with a guy who were number 12. I mean, like. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know. So universal hate, universal hate. That was uh, I love that we were all like thinking that is the hate. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Phil, do you got one you like on there? We're gonna like this is a very loose draft. We're just kind of talking. Well, I have two that I've already. Or Wait, he gets to go back to back. Hey, why do I go back? Well, I didn't know if that went. We kind of all went right there. Go ahead, Detroit. No. That's fine. I feel like we kind of all went right there. It's your turn, Brett. How's no? It's okay. Why am I having to run the show? Come on. My bad. Oh my god. Um, I actually hate that I like this, but it's similar to what Detroit did with the Vikings. The cannons are cool in Tampa, man. <laughs> it's are. full embrace. That's full embracing of the, uh, and it's so annoying because I've got boat race. We're well, not boat race the last time. Again, the luckiest crew of all time beat us by getting the worst call this year. <laughs> but, but uh, the cannons firing when you're getting beat. I mean, we got the we got the picture of the woman screaming in my ear with the cannons going off. Oh, that is my face in the uh, starting stu- starting soon stream. Yep. It is my face with the woman. Uh, shout out to her. Hope she's doing lovely. If you, uh, um, if you guys hadn't seen it in person, would you still like it or no? Did that change your opinion? The TV doesn't do it well enough. Yeah, they it don't do emphasize it. I always yeah, thought the pirate ship it. looks cool though from TV. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. It is cool. But yeah, it's pretty it's, cool. It's, it's so loud. Oh, it's good. very loud in the stadium. Like you hear the Viking horn when you're watching a broadcast. You hear even the stupid Panther growl when you're hearing the broadcast. But you, I don't feel like they get to cannons. I mean, it's usually a lot of commotion when somebody scores. But uh, yeah. I like it. Are they embrace it with the hashtag? Fire the cannons. You know, raise the flags. I, I love the full embracing of a of a team concept. So yeah, the cannons. I hate to say it. I love it. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with one I don't like, and this is gonna be very controversial. And it's not that I don't like it, but I think the mystique of this has worn off because every team has it, and that's the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Like, everyone makes a big deal. Oh, the Cowboys cheerleaders. They even had their own TV show. They might still like that one. But there's some good he ones out there. He watched it. He watched it. <laughs> he does. Hey, uh, we won't talk about my TV viewing habits. Brett knows about that. We had a discussion the other day. Uh, you want to get this out there? Because we need a little, we do a little more quick. Phil, did you know that Laura or that uh, Kristen and Stephen from Laguna Beach have a podcast? I did not. No. And apparently, it's very good. They go back through the old episodes. How about the fact that I was alerted by this by a sixty-five-year-old man who That's said, "You second. probably think I'm prepping for the podcast right now." No, nope. hey, this I'm is kind of second mission of Laguna Beach, isn't it? On the show, yes, it's a throwback to the best rivalries. From the first season. Wow. When I put Kristen versus. That is. Yeah. Yeah. That was a while ago. <sighs> but anyways. Yeah, I think. Yeah, cheerleaders are dumb. Yeah, because there's some. Yeah. There's some teams out there that got some really good ones. Like I think the Raiders have some really cool ones, but everybody has them. So, to me, it's like whatever. LC definitely yeah. greater than Kristen. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Team uh, Team LC. We're an LC positive podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, I like uh, yeah, the cheerleaders. It's just yeah, it's- the whole fan base is too much. Um, okay. That's what do we need now? What do we need? What do we need? What <laughs> we need? We need a. Think- Phil, up, right? what do you got for us? Oh, you want me to go again? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think people are going to be surprised, and I don't. I, no, I can't do it. No, I'm going to go with this one. Okay. Detroit, just uh, close your ears. Oh, no. Don't you dare. Don't you dare, dude. Don't you We've done this before. We've done this before. Have we? Why, yeah, go ahead. I know what you're going to do. every year, every year, it's, it's, why, why, why? You guys Because know I'll tell you why, once you say it. That the Lions play on Thanksgiving. Why? Because they were the only team that told the NFL, hey, we would like to play on Thanksgiving. And the NFL was like, okay. Or maybe the NFL was looking for a team. 
And the Lions say, hey, we'll do it every Thanksgiving. And that's how it started. And it's a tradition to wake up, tradition. get some turkey, I know and it's watch a the Lions get This whole killed. segment is about traditions. And it's, a, I mean, everybody looks forward to watching the Lions get killed on Thanksgiving. Let me I just mean, say, you people, yeah. you anti-Lions Thanksgiving people disgust me. Let me just say, you know what I mean? We got the stupid America's team chants. We got Lambo leaps jumping in. We got all these little traditions. This poor team never wins. One playoff win in what, 60 years? Something like that? So maybe well, you don't give this team their one up, highlight. Maybe if they change some stuff up, that could be some good karma for the, for the team. I mean, all they play for every year is Thanksgiving Day. That's it. So let us have it. But I'm saying, yeah. what if what if you would have they a better added team, a though? game? They added a game to make all you Lions haters happy. So you get a game Lions. even on Thursday night, and then and then you Cowboys fans, this is a very angry Cowboys podcast. Come whoop 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 in. What is this? People paying attention to something else? Well, we gotta be on Thanksgiving too. Yeah. Hell yeah, America's team. Woo! How about them Cowboys? Yeah. Ugly freaking cheerleaders. All <laughs> oh, right. Brett, you mentioned Lambo Leap. I yeah. as I mean, I actually almost said I do, do not like that tradition. It's kind of dumb, really. I think it's I mean, too easy to mock. Well, but like what yeah. if a guy like sprains or breaks an ankle or something when he jumps back down? You know what I mean? It, gets, it could get kind of dangerous too. I mean Yeah. Um, I mean, it's too easy to mock. I, I, I'm uh jealous of those guys that uh, or not jealous. I think it's uh, pretty brave of those dudes that opposing team like Ocho Cinco did it a, a, yeah. a bunch of people have done it since but jump in with with the opposing fans I like Wait, so that's it. too easy to mark it is a good point I'm surprised nobody's ever got hurt waving a towel isn't easy to mark if that's not common it is a trademark okay. color very distinct and the whole Bright, stadium doing it looks extremely cool alright also All right. renegade playing also is cool. it my turn yet or I don't even, you guys keep. Oh, you got, we got more. Give give us our last one. All right. Give us our last one. I mean, this was mentioned just in the chat, but I was going to say it anyways, because it reminds me of a certain college team too. The whole stupid J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. What are y'all doing? Whoa, let's clap. You guys can spell. Good job. It's like Ohio State, O-H-I-O. That's the reason. Why aren't we celebrating people know how to spell? It's dumb. And the stupid fireman Ed and his stupid hat. It's awful, man. It's awful. Even Jets fans don't like that guy. Do you like to say that we are also we are also a pro NYFD podcast, so everybody knows. (laughs) I'm not saying anything (laughs) about firemen. I'm still talking about somebody clip that. That stupid fireman, clip it. Uh, and we have uh, maybe somebody in the yeah. league that might take offense. Yeah, Mike, Mike just put in unsubscribe. And now, that was about the Cowboys. Oh, is he? Is he? Oh. No, Uh-oh. I didn't think that's true. He's not. He's not. Hold on. Oh, well, well, if he is, I apologize. But you. No, he's not. He's not. But your time at the game. Jerk and- Reed, man. He's he reminds, not. He's not. He reminds me of the guy that stands up at <laughs> baseball or any sporting event. It's like, come on, everybody. Let's do the way. One, two, three. He's that guy. Toast guy. Toast. Shout out West Virginia Power. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on that guy. I cannot stand that guy. Toast. So, what is wrong with you? so annoying. Like, when you're sitting beside him the whole game, you are Toast. But, oh my god. Mike shout out Mike McGee with the shun, unshun, unsubscribe, reshun. All right. Fireman Dad is not Fireman Dad, wow. Fireman Dad is not dead. <laughs> well, now he's dead. For the record. <laughs> Jesus. All right, boys. That's our traditions. Anything else you could think of? I'm pretty good. There is one uh, uh, touchdown I mean, dance. There Very are other famous. ones where they dress up like the dog pound and the black hole. I didn't black hole over dog pound, by the way. Really? As far as, yeah, the characters in the PUC. Well, yeah, I guess. Black Hole has to, or Dog Pound has to do that because they don't have a mascot, because it's an orange helmet. Shout out Brownlee the Elf as well. I went to a Lions game in Cleveland one time, and I was wearing a Lions jersey, obviously. And the guy dressed up in the dog mask, 
he barked at me in line while I was waiting to get a hot dog for like five minutes straight. He just barked Tim, at me. Tim, Tim <laughs> will tell you. Tim would tell you that I would crumble like a table at a Bill's tailgate if a guy in the dog mask started barking at me. <laughs> it was like I the funniest crumble. thing ever. So fast. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. So we did it. That's some traditions. Uh, put out there ones you like. There's probably a lot of little ones. Now. Like, for instance, did you guys know? That every first down, the, the Jags chant, move the chains. I think we talked about it last year when yeah. I was in there. I had no clue they did such a thing because we don't see many Jags first downs I'll, on TV, but it's a very popular tradition they have. And you know, I've, been, guys, uh, I've been to Denver. I've been to a Broncos game in Denver, and they they chant incomplete after every incomplete pass. No knowledge of that. Yeah. You can you hear it on the Marshall first down chant that they used to have. I don't know if they still do or not. It was so – No. It was dumb. Um, You're gonna do the chant now, Phil. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was like first down, first down, first down, woo woo, or something like that. Oh yeah, they do. I remember that now. It was so dumb. Yeah. Well, you know, you got Jeremy and Keith probably mad at you. Oh, I'm sure. Moment of the podcast, right there. Moment of the podcast. I mean, I like Marshall though. I'm not hating on him. That's that first. Chant was stupid. That's, I'm pretty sure a drum thinks it's stupid. That's too, just though, as good. Oh my god! Moment All of the right. podcast. Feel electricity that. oozing. That's oozing. how electricity right, was. We're moving on. I mean, that was literally it. <laughs> a bunch of fills in Huntington. All right. <laughs> moving on. We are doing it's KDFL week 10, and we got a special surprise at the end of this week that we'll that we'll go <laughs> over. Um, but looking back at the records, it was not it was probably our worst week cumulatively. On the podcast, um, Detroit at three and three moves to thirty-seven and seventeen on the season. Me and Phil both four and two. We both stay thirty-two and twenty-two. And Matt four and two. Uh, since he's picked twice now, we'll keep his record going nine and three overall on the season. The nice. Kings let me down. Um, Kings and Renegades. So up first, it's time to announce a little name change. Oh yeah. You know what? They say it's election season and they say if you want to provoke if you want to provoke change, speak out. So what did we do? We did a we did a podcast on the ranking the 12 nicknames in the KDFL. One guy was universally lambasted. So we get a new name. The poker pharmacists have hung up. It's lambasted, right? I thought it was lambasted, but I could be wrong. One guy has hung up. One guy has hung up the uh, the white coat, stopped being a pill pusher, to much more a much more um, respectable name. The poker pharmacists are now relocated to the St. Albans Centers. So Great, breaking breaking news, breaking news. Put the banner up. I say yes. So all right, with little sass that didn't that, that did not go the way he thought. A little sass uh. out, out of out of breed love. All right, so first up, oh, that just one plump wow. right out of the gate. Um, first up, we have those sinners. I'm gonna go to Detroit first and Phil for our predictions. What's Which wrong? What did I miss? No, no, Mike's trying to tell me how to pronounce it. Oh. Tell us how to pronounce words, I guess. I don't know who had it right. Did he just type the word? Grit? That's same basted. I don't. Oh. I don't think so. I think if you're like basting a turkey, it's basted, right? But that's what it is, right? It's lamb, like. Like he's basted, like he got, it, he got smothered with insults. Okay, I mean you might be right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we get into this week. Oh, that's a good point. No, 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 Jeremy, I gotta say it because it is it is actually redeeming quality. Now I feel like you idiots that didn't get that Phil was in a forest and a lumberjack. Sorry, Saint Albans sinners, Saints sinners. There we go. Uh, Much better. Wow. That's too Let's clever. learn in this chat. That's too clever for this league. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think Wake Forest. I, think, I thought that clever. was way more clever now. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's the exact same theory of you're against what your own city would be about. All right. The, no, Next up, not, live, okay. live chat. Live chat is going to be the savior of the KDFO podcast. For sure. I Next mean, up. Brings a lot of material for <laughs> me. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, it's like we've got our own uh, Tony Rally stat guy. Right there on our right there in our in our midst. There are six and three centers at the five and four gamblers. Detroit. 
Yeah, we got the uh, the centers are on a they've won three out of four, the fifth in total points this year. Uh, he does have Stevenson on a bye this week. I'm actually looking forward to seeing uh, <clears throat> Cousins going against the Bills. Bills had the fourth-ranked defense, so that's going to be an interesting matchup. The Gamblers, on the other hand, they uh, finally get a win after like three straight losses, uh, probably because that Tom Brady comeback. But uh, <clears throat> but also, looking at his matchups, it's going to be interesting to see Dalvin Cook going against that same Bills defense. Um, this this is only a, right now a two point spread, uh, but somehow, some way, I think the centers are going to pull out this one. Yeah, I mean, this is a very uh, go ahead, Phil. Sorry, no, no, no you good. Go for it. Well, this is just a very um, vice matchup: centers and gamblers going at it. Right. <laughs> I mean, how how ironic he changed his name this week, though, and he's playing the Gamblers. Right. Um, but, yeah, Detroit basically said every word I was going to say, so I don't need to say all that. <laughs> um, I don't have – so I don't have much to say, but I think the name change is going to um, bring some more life to the centers, so I think they're going to get – I think it's going to be an easy win by at least 15 to 20 points. That going it, man. Okay, <laughs> looking at this. We got Kirk Cousins flying high right now. He is right now probably one of the NFL's most like QBs. It's my dream season. Is Come to fruition. He? he is, dude. The chains. Um, and he's ripped beyond belief. Um, what I really like to see about here, I know Detroit mentioned uh, Stevenson out. Herbert and Pollard, I like both their matchups, both backups, but looking to get more of an extended role. Uh, Herbert gets the Lions. Pollard gets the Packers. Um Hopkins versus Ramsey, always a fun matchup. That that'll be an interesting one to see. And uh, little birdie told me that Mr. Leonard Fournette was not happy with his role last week in the Tampa Bay's offense. I think we're going to continue to see that get reduced because he was one that outkicked his coverage by land in Tampa Bay. So I don't expect a ton out of him. So it's a consensus. Sadly, I didn't think it would be. We're all three going sinners. Bro, real quick, my uh, news app just sent me a notification that Nicole is now a hurricane. So, I guess you hadn't seen. All that. right, well, we gotta, we'll keep moving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next up, next up, we have, we have the four and five Zen Masters going up to Wake Forest to take on the three and six Lumberjacks. Take it away, Detroit. Yeah, the Zen Masters are on a two-game losing streak while you're. Lumberjacks Phil are on a four-game losing streak. Uh, Matt has Lamar on a bye. It looks like both of you guys are only starting one quarterback this week. Uh, Trevor Lawrence for Matt's going against the Chiefs. Uh, I feel like for him to win this week, he's going to have to have a big week out of him. Uh, they're going to have to be in a shootout. Uh, Phil, you're getting – it looks like Aaron Jones back this week. You got Nick Chubb. Who, I think he was on a bye or something last week, weren't they? Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, and you got Mariota against Carolina. Carolina, obviously, not very good. So, with that, I think the Lumberjacks take the win. Yeah, I mean, yet again, Detroit, it's like he's looking at my nose. Like, he's copying every word that I'm saying. So, what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think this is, could honestly go either way. I mean, both teams aren't great. I mean, somehow I feel like we both got better at the same time when we made the trade. It doesn't make sense, but I don't know. Because uh still not sure about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, hopefully at this point he's going to be a bust. I mean, not for him personally, but for Matt. Matt's sake, <laughs> he's a bust. Um, and then Mariota, he's kind of just a kind of a rental for me for my crappy season. I feel like uh, who knows how he's going to be in the future, if he'll even be a starter past this season. Uh but yeah, I'm gonna go Lumberjacks with the. I think it's gonna be close, but I'm gonna go Lumberjacks. All right, I have on this one. It is a Lawrence revenge game already. Um, so he goes back to face the Lumberjacks. The Lumberjacks did win last time these two teams met up, two forty-seven to two eighteen. Um, I love I love Lawrence and Etienne getting to play from behind here. Um, Mariota did have his best game of the season, I believe, versus the Panthers just two weeks ago in, in that crazy game. 
I just I don't see where a lot of the receiving points are going to come from. Maybe Godwin gets stuff for you. Um, and I do think we see more of Taysom Hill because Andy Dalton has been awful uh, and, and they don't seem to love Jameis. So I think we'll see more Taysom Hill packages because they have to do something to create a spark. Uh, so I'm actually going to go with the Zen Masters getting the win. So I am alone on that one. All right, next. Next, we have the, I believe, four and five Midnight Riders taking on the two and seven Ooh. a few River Rats. Take it away, Detroit. Yeah, I'm a 54-point underdog in this game. Uh, Mike's won two in a row. Uh, maybe he's starting to get hot at the right time, make that push for the playoffs. By the way, Mike is second in the league in scoring. Man has just had some bad luck in matchups this year. Uh, looking at his uh, advantages, he has advantage at every position on offense except quarterback, which okay. <clears throat> I even question there. But uh, I, I'm interested if I'm looking at one player on his team just to see what kind of how he'll do. And that's Eckler going against the Niners, who have the number one defense in the league. Uh, they should be able to hold him down, but it wouldn't matter even if they do. Uh, he's going to destroy me this week. Uh, it's not even going to be close. So I'm taking the Midnight Riders. Yeah, this isn't a good matchup for you. I mean, like you were saying, you've only got the advantage in three positions, um, two of them on defense, which is not not good. Um, uh, Rogers is the, the one – or Carver Rogers is the other advantage you have. I mean, I've been saying it all season, I feel like. Hopefully Rogers gets it going. I don't know if he will. So that – you might still have a good advantage there, but – Overall, um, this is this could get ugly, so I'm going to go Midnight Riders. Um, who would have thought that Carr would be having a bad season, like his worst season in a while, yeah. and still a positional advantage against the matchup with Rodgers? That is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, retire. Retire. Pam Brady, retire. All right, it's a must-win game for Derek Carr, though, against Jeff Saturday and the Colts. Um, you I think it's a must win game. I do have Eckler getting a very tough test. The thing is, they have a great rush defense, but Eckler will still get like eight receptions and be valuable, even if he doesn't get doesn't get any yards with it. Um, wide receivers, it's all systems go now for the Midnight Riders finding their stride. Uh Debo, Jefferson, Hill, and Adams. Beautiful matchups all around. So I think um yeah, Midnight Riders. Next, we have, if I can get it going here, we have the 8-1 Evil Empire traveling to Hurricane to take on the 5-4 and Wampus oh, Cats. <laughs> All right, this uh, matchup is uh, the Evil Empire, their first in points, going against the Wampus Cats, who have won two in a row. Uh, unfortunately, he's going to probably get destroyed this week. <clears throat> Just a little stats here for you when I was looking at the Evil Empire earlier. We start 19 people in this league. 18 if you really don't want to count the kicker. Because kickers don't matter, right, Brett? Uh, Nine out of his 19 starters are in the top 10 scoring at their position. He has 13 out of 19 in the top 15 scoring at their positions. Like I said, the man scored over 300 points three times this year. Uh, team's a juggernaut. They might be heading to a matchup against the uh, Dobermans this year in the championship. So I'm going to take the Evil Empire this week. Sorry, Bustin. I hope you pull the off the upset. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the Wampus Cats are having a good season. Um, I feel like 224 as a projection is not like horrible. I mean, it's not great. Um, that would beat a few, at least a handful of teams in the league. I feel like, and he's going against the Evil Empire, who projected 273. Um, yeah, there's just too much firepower for the Evil Empire. They're, that's why they're Evil Empire, I guess. Uh, so they're going to win pretty easily here, I think. Um, look at this. Uh, Kyler always struggles against the Rams. I do have Barkley having a great matchup against Houston. Um, and it's a defensive landslide for South Hills. So I, mean, I have Evil Empire winning uh, pretty easily on this one. All right, all right. Next up, 
It's the it is the United No Dogtown Dobermans taking on the five and four Roxanne Renegades. If it wasn't for our next game, this would have been the game of the week. But you know, take it away, Detroit. Yes, uh, this uh, is pretty close spread. Uh, the Dobermans are an eight point favorite right now. Uh, there is question about Josh Allen if he's going to be able to play this week. I know he picked up the uh, backup just in case Case Keenum. Uh, the Dobermans, they're the third in total points. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see McCaffrey going against the Chargers who are like 27th against rush defense. So he should rack up a bunch of points. As for the Renegades, it's all about Tuanen. The guy's a beast. You know, he's ninth in points in fantasy right now, and he's already what, he's missed like two and a half games. What did you call him? Tuanen. 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 <laughs> Number three. Number three. <laughs> All right, whatever. Tua has been a beast this year. I didn't think I would ever say that. Um, the Renegades, they're not, it looks like Stafford's going to be out. He's got Hawkinson at Minnesota now, so that does help him. Uh, I'm. <laughs> It's tough. I just think that the Doberman's running back situation is really strong. And I think they're going to put, it's going to get them a win this week. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I think the addition of McCaffrey um, is just huge. Um, I mean, it's McCaffrey is pretty much unstoppable, and especially with the Niners now. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be close. Reed, who do you think I should take in this one? I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go let's see. I'm gonna go Dobermans. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm gonna go Renegades. Yeah, I'm gonna go Renegades. The Renegades are gonna end the Dobermans undefeated season here. That's snap, 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 snap. All right, look, it's the best matchup of the week. I love all these running back matchups. Miles Sanders at Washington, Alva Kamar at Pittsburgh, McCaffrey at the Chargers. I love Montgomery getting Detroit. I love Swift getting the Bears in the same matchup. And Patterson, who's been, uh, who came back with two touchdowns last week. So I'm expecting points, points, points. PJ Walker, I think this might be his last shot, although he did look very good against Atlanta, um, like in the game two weeks ago. And we'll see uh, if uh, Patterson can stay this lucky. And Hawkinson as well. Look good for the Vikings in the debut. We'll see if he can keep it up. All that being said, I'm predicting. The Durbin's first loss. I'm going Renegades. Really wish Stafford would play. Just so you know. All right, have now, about, have we talked here about we this are. Is the best start. This is the best start to the season in the league ever, by the way. This is the best start, and we've missed it by like three weeks, I think. So right, yeah. Now's a good time as any <laughs> to mention that this is the farthest the team has ever went undefeated in a KDFL season. So, yeah. next up, boys. We try to do this, okay? This is not me grandstanding for myself. I swear to God, I would like to not even seem like I'm a member of this league this year with this performance. But we got to try to hit all the teams. We're getting ready to get into the nitty-gritty, the playoff push for a lot of teams. We got to get some teams, some games of the week. And this game has potential team-altering ramifications. It's the lottery ball game. It's the 1-8 Kings at the 2-7 and seven Mega Powers. This is like when college game day goes to App State. You got to get them in. Detroit, predict this beautiful football contest. Yes. Not only are the Kings and the Mega Powers the bottom two teams in the league right now, <clears throat> the Kings are 11th in scoring, while your team is 12th in scoring. Uh, Tim's team is 12th in points against, while your team is 11th or first. Wait, first and second, I guess. I yeah. said that wrong. But you know what I mean. You guys have I'd given like up you to the say most something points. wrong. Exactly. Like you to say something wrong. You guys have given up the most points. So I mean, what are the odds of that? Um, one out of twelve, I'd say. <laughs> oh god, this show! I'm glad it's almost over. Uh, anyways, looking at those matchups, I mean, you guys. I can see why you guys are last in the league. I don't know why I'm saying anything. My team's awful, too. Uh, just because I'm picking Tim. 
I'm not even breaking down any players. Just give me Tim. Phil. Yeah, I'm going to go Kings as well, uh, just because of Geno Smith. Um, he's the only uh, rookie to beat Tom Brady, right? Isn't, didn't we see something that fact, that fact one time or something? Was that, is that wrong? Uh, but I thought we saw it because someone else did. Maybe we did. Maybe he's the only second, like the second rookie. I don't know. Right. I thought he was the first since. Oh, okay. Like, I thought someone else came and he was the first since. I got you. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. That could be it. I don't know. But he's going to beat him again. So, Kings get the win. I think Gino's going to have a pretty good day. That's all. All right. Look at this. Gino gets a tough matchup in Tampa Bay because we all know Brady can't play unless he has a great defense. Um, I think we could see the Ricard White. Um, imagine always getting it. How about that? Uh, Ricard White expanded role possibly in Tampa Bay that I alluded to. I don't know where the Mega Powers receivers have been, and that's why we have been scoring bottom barrel. Just receivers have not shown up, but uh, Lave does have a strong matchup in uh, Pittsburgh. But this being said. I have to get the W here. I'm going Mega Powers, so I think I got like three different than you guys. So, could be a moving week. All right, there's KDFL uh, week week ten predictions. Now, looking at our locks of the week, real quick, we went three and eight. Um, I hit the lock of the Patriots over the Colts. I missed the upset. Detroit missed on both. Well done, uh, Phil. Missed the lock, but nailed Jets over Bills. Um, outright, so very nice. And I know that Matt got the Sa- the Rams correct over the Saints. Cool. So that puts the standings. Uh, I'm at 12 points. Detroit's at 11. Phil's at 10. Detroit, say goodbye to the people and send them home with a lock and an upset. All right, my lock of the week is the Chiefs minus nine and a half versus the Jacks, and my upset is the Seahawks in Germany over Tampa. I uh, promise you, fans, I will try to keep it under five next week of names butchered. I can't make any promises. Uh, I'll try to do better. But as always, Brett, you suck. Bill. Yeah. <laughs> um, go to Twitter. Follow us. KDFL Podcasts. Detroit 374. Brett still, too. You can follow me at Phil Ruxy. Um, my upset, I'm going to go Chargers plus seven at the Niners. Jerm's going to be happy about that one. And my lock, Dolphins minus three and a half versus Browns. How is that even that low? That doesn't make sense. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right. Oh, so, yeah, be sure to you... like, sorry. Oh, wait. Oh, probably, yeah. Like, like the video. Side, probably right down here on this side of the screen. Go ahead and like, and then over there or over that way. You're right. No, it's like it's right by me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That like way. the video over in that corner. Go um, uh, okay. So just to just to complete the Cowboys hate this episode. My upset is the Packers getting the outright win. Aaron Rodgers has historically owned the Packers through his career. See, he has more memorable moments where I can remember him making great throws. So. Um, I have the Packers outright beating the Cowboys, and I have, for my luck, I have the Bears at minus three over the Lions. I think Justin Fields is rolling, and I think it keeps up. So, that's it, boys. For Jonathan Detroit Haynes, for Phil Ruxy, I'm Brett Steele, and we will see you right here next week on the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. <laughs>